It's time for Bottom of the Bargain Bin. With Kevin Hart. Welcome back to Bottom of the Bargain Bin. I'm Kevin, and ooh, have I got an awful movie for you today. Now, I know you guys know about Scientology, and you probably know the name Ron L. Hubbard. He wrote a book called Battlefield Earth, which was this sprawling epic that I didn't read, and I probably don't plan to. It was written in 1982, and he wanted this to be a big movie on the big screen. Fellow Scientologist John Travolta, who you know him from Greece, from Saturday Night Live, Pulp Fiction, all movies that are infinitely better than the movie I'm going to talk about, which is the adaptation of that book. John Travolta said, hey, I want to make this movie because I'm a Scientologist. Ron L. Hubbard always wanted it to be on the big screen. So let's do it. And every studio says, you're crazy. We're not making this movie. So he eventually finds the distributor and makes the movie in 1999. Now, everything you've heard about this movie is true. The movie is perpetually at a 45-degree angle. I don't know what was going on with the cameraman or any cinematographers in this movie. It, it kind of just, like, wears on your eyes a little bit to just watch every character at some weird up-shot angle or from looking down on them. But it's always at this weird... It's, it's never, like, a straight, horizontal shot. And it's just really jarring to look at. I saw this movie a long time ago, so I didn't remember it that well. I remembered, of course, a lot of the bad stuff about it, but as far as the plot goes, I couldn't really tell you what it was a couple of days ago. And I re-watched it while I was kind of zoning in and out, re-watching it as it was transferring to my computer. I thumbed through it and filled in the gaps and watched a little bit of it again, and, you know, th- this this was a hard one to sit through. As funny as it is to make fun of this bad movie, this is a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. So I will give you the movie's plot and some of the more interesting things that happen. So this movie takes place a thousand years into the future in the year 3000, where for a thousand years, these characters called the Cyclos, which are human-alien hybrids that have dreadlocks and these odd nose-breathing things, they rule the Earth and humans are on the brink of extinction and are basically treated like animals. The two main cyclos are Terrell, played by John Travolta, and Kerr, played by Forrest Whitaker. You know, I love both of these actors, and Forrest Whitaker looks like he's having fun, but... John Travolta, how could you? How could you? This movie... Alright, just just listen to this. While you were still learning how to spell your name, I was being trained to conquer galaxies. That's how he is the whole movie. Look, John Travolta is great in Greece. He is a funny character in Pulp Fiction. He gets all these villain roles, and I don't know why, because he's not scary. You know, he's got this odd look, but then he opens his mouth and he's like, I'm the villain of this movie! And it's like, oh no, that's not, that's not scary. So the main crux that puts everything into motion is the fact that old Terrell, as John Travolta, gets passed up on his job promotion and they say, hey, you're going to stay on Earth for the next 50 years to mine gold for us. Oh, not happy about that one bit. And he goes and gets drunk at the bar like anybody would, I guess. Your powers of observation are simply startling. Give me three pans to go. 
But I was not groomed since birth to have some cushy job that even a moron like you could perform. <laughs> then he has the brilliant idea of training and using these, what they call them, human animals. They're humans that are primitive savages that are, you know, somehow have really nice braided hair and good hygiene and all that. But he's going to train them to mine for gold. And the main one, who's, this is his real name in the movie, Johnny Goodboy Tyler. That's the main human, Goodboy. Just in case you were wondering if he was the good guy, good's in his name because he's the good boy. Johnny Goodboy Tyler. He's a good boy. Ah! So he's our main guy. He gets put into this weird TV machine that shoots a beam into his head and, like, basically downloads all this information and directly into his brain. And he, you know, minutes after this scene where this happens, he goes up to his friends and he's like, hey, guys, check this out. And he does, like, the Pythagorean theorem. I mean, he's like, here's a triangle, and you look at all these sides, and they're equal. And he, he, they're like, <laughs> the rest of the tribe is like, what is your problem, dude? I don't know what you're talking about. And so then we realize, oh, he's now the smartest one, and he's going to be the one to overthrow the Cyclos, something that John Travolta and Forrest Whitaker just laugh at him for. Oh! Oh, oh, that is so silly. You can never do that. But they find a way. And how they find a way to do this is truly incredible. A thousand years later, somehow, somehow a thousand years later, Fort Knox still is perfectly intact and has all of its gold in there. So instead of having a mine for gold for days and days and weeks and months, they just find all this gold and give it to Terrell and says, Hey, here you go. And Terrell's like, Wow. That's great. I still hate y'all. And he makes them get the gold again, but in less time. And keep in mind, this is maybe an hour into the movie that this has all happened. It, it, this is a slog. One of my favorite reviews of this movie that I was able to look up was when the movie first came out and a newspaper got a copy of the screenplay and said that it was as entertaining as watching a fly breathe. Wow. That is a sick burn, which is funny because John Travolta was really, really, really into this movie. He said it was Pulp Fiction in space and that it was better than Star Wars. Do you want lunch? Well, the last three things I said, only one of them is true, and it's about the fly breathing. This movie is not Pulp Fiction in outer space, and it is certainly not better than Star The worst Star Wars mo- The holiday special of Star Wars is better than this movie. Unironically, John Travolta, why would you say that? So, eventually, like a million hours later, the humans start to rise up against these horrible, horrible cyclos. There are these movies where they rise up and take over the opposing force, and they say, well, now that we've taken over, this is our land. And they kind of do this, but I guess in a true human fashion, they just kill all the Cyclos, except for John Travolta and Forrest Whitaker. They're the only ones they keep alive. Forrest Whitaker, who he tries to blackmail John Travolta at one point in the movie, and well, it goes about as well as you'd expect. So he is on the side of the humans, and he gets to have this big position in the future, and John Travolta is stuck in Fort Knox for the rest of his life, I think, because I don't want to read this book. Apparently, this is only the first, like, third of the book this movie is. Stuck in the cage, and they're like, I got your gold! And that's how the movie ends. 
this movie is like impressively bad. Like there there is not a single good thing about this movie other than being able to like enjoy how terrible it is just as an experience in and of itself. And that is just it, it's what it's what makes it so endearing to a lot of people that they're like this there's no way a movie is just this poorly made. First of all, it's based on this terrible Scientology book. I guess it's terrible. Again, I haven't and don't really intend on reading it. John Travolta's the main bad guy and he can act in other movies but not in this one I, I don't know how the hell they roped Forrest Whitaker into this he's way too good to be in that movie the movie's just a blatant ripoff of Star Wars <laughs> honestly it's a ripoff of Princess of Mars more than anything and that's uh, the John Carter story there is an Asylum version that I reviewed a couple months ago that movie is better than this one why anybody you start to see why the studios didn't want to invest in this because this was a really terrible decision to make this movie. S- swept the Raspberry Awards, by the way. The Golden Razzies that say this movie sucks, you suck, you're not a good actor. Man, they got so they, they got gobs of awards for this movie. If you want a good laugh, you can watch this. But I personally would not recommend The Misadventures of John Travolta and Forrest Whitaker. Center. This is a stage three alert. I repeat, a stage three alert. This movie's two hours long, and there's maybe 30 minutes of plot, and it's just really boring. And it's, it hurts your neck because the whole movie is just at this weird 45-degree angle. So I don't know, man. Don't watch it. 